Uh, <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right. I got to make it convincing. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hi, y'all. What y'all doing tonight? <laughs>
Good evening. Although based on how bright things are, maybe happy belated afternoon, but that's the story as spring fully settles in here. Anyway, Seva Ilta, Eid Mubarak, and a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies, and this is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's animated community radio station, CITR, your voice of the University of British Columbia on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unseen Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland, from Squamish to Bellingham, west past Point Grey, and then dipping south across the Salish Sea, to all the ships and creatures in the water. Then our signal heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up through the sky and deep into space for as long as this planet and the station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. Then that signal dives down well into the underground from where we come from and from where all good things bubble up. Tell us often subscribers can tune in to CITR on their television sets on channel 7023. At least that is the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, well, you can catch the live stream right now. www.citr.ca is being redirected to the iHeart stream. And you can also find MP3 and AAC versions if you go to live.citr.ca because, yes, the actual website is still down. So you're not going to find your podcasts. You're not going to find your play sheets or downloads to other episodes quite yet. I'm going to try recording the show from home again since I missed out last week. We will figure it out and we'll post it on Mixcloud if everything works. So here's hoping that the appropriate... Uh, Rebuilding and technical qualms are dealt with, and we can get back to our regular podcasting. My name is Gak, and I'll be the person at the easel for the next two hours, so get your pens and pencils lined up. It's time to make some figures move. You should have received your complimentary new literary flipbook in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, some passports have that functionality. If not, if you got a little post-it pad thing, just draw your stick figures and make them dance. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487. That spells out U-B-C-C-I-T-R. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point, since this is a one-person operation here. All the levers, all the paperwork, all the mixing... All the technical troubleshooting is done on the spot by this single person right here. But you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. I can always try to account for something you may have heard but not can't listen to again quite yet. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name. You can follow me on Twitter at 100air. On Instagram, it is myopicman. So, it is now the merry old month of May... Exams are over for the main year, so things are quieting down on campus. Summer term will be kicking in in a few weeks. Ramadan is also officially over. It is Eid al-Fitr tomorrow. The feasts after four weeks of fasting. And what we have lined up for you this week is something that has been kind of floating around for years as a potential playlist. 
As is my burden, there are hundreds of potential shows to do and seemingly hundreds created each week, and yet we can only do one thing at a time. But briefly, this was a alternate 2015 show, but in the midst of uh, working on it, everything changed. And we're getting all loony in your ears, maybe a little toony. As we go with the golden age of animation with the original Warner Brothers cartoons, otherwise known as Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies from the 30s, 40s, and 50s, most of those were scored by Carl W. Stalling. And we have some selections from two compilations that came out a few decades ago featuring all manners of his crazy music, and we'll talk a bit of the context for that. We started off with Alabaster de Plume. And the song was The Sound of My Feet on This Earth is a Song to Your Spirit. And you can find that off this year's album, Gold. Go forward in the courage of your love. Alabaster de Plume is the alias of Angus Fairbairn, a saxophonist, spoken word poet, composer, and activist originally from Manchester, England, moved to Hackney in London to work at the Total Refreshment Center, which is a studio venue and creative hub. And that's where he would stage monthly improvisational gigs where anyone could join, minimal rehearsal, full-on experimentation. And uh, De Plume, which was a name that he got from someone randomly driving by heckling him for a, a costume that he was wearing, is a very earnest individual, as you could tell by both the song title and the album title there. Debuted in 2015 with Peach. Breakout album was 2020's To Sigh and Lee. Instrumentals Volume 1 in tribute to two other people working at the Total Refreshment Center. And that was a case of him intentionally dialing back the spoken word elements, but still maintaining a lot of the spiritual jazz. Wonderful stuff. And also from England is who's in the background here. This is Shackleton. This is Something Tells Me slash Pour Out Like Water, which you can find off of last year's Departing Like Rivers album. Shackleton's first solo album since 2012. Shackleton's full name is Sam Shackleton, originally from Lancashire, although now based in Berlin. Still trying to actually look at the history if he's related to the Antarctic explorer Ernest Shackleton, man who sailed around and got his ship, the Endurance, stuck in Antarctic ice, and he had to lead a rescue operation with his crew out from there. And in recent news... That ship, the Endurance, has been found again under the ocean. Shipwrecked in 1914 and perfectly preserved. Although the irony of all this is that the only reason we saw it is based on ice melt in Antarctica. So, crazy times. Uh, as is our usual want, we'll start off the show with some recent deaths here and tied to the Vancouver music scene. Susan Jacks has been an icon for a little while. Born Susan Pesklovitz in Saskatoon, moved with her family to Haney, B.C. when she was nine. In the late er, or mid-60s, was part of the band The Eternal Triangle. But uh, then she met Terry Jacks, and he was originally backing her up when she was doing solo work on guitar when she was 18. Together, they formed a band called Powerline, two other folks, which later became known as the Poppy Family. And Terry and Susan married in 1967. Susan Jacks went solo for a while and kept up with music, and she died in Surrey Memorial Hospital on April 25th this year as a result from infection stemming from kidney disease, and she was 73 years old. 
You may have heard the Poppy family in films like Sonic the Hedgehog, especially with the song Where Evil Looms. And they had a huge hit in 1969 with the song Which Way You Goin', Billy, which became the title track to the album that we're going to hear this song off of. Here are the Poppy family featuring the late Susan Jacks with Happy Island. You're now listening to Exploding Hit Movies here live from the realms of Studio A of that radio station that loves to draw within the margins and get the big notes from the big heads. This is CITR 101.9 FM in a sunny Vancouver.
Meatloaf from the 1975 film The Rocky Horror Picture Shore. We heard Hot Patootie, Bless My Soul. Meatloaf played the character Eddie in Jim Sharman's cult classic musical based on the 1973 stage production that Sharman co-wrote with Richard O'Brien who played Riff Raff. The film initially was a bomb but became the ultimate midnight movie that there is. To the point, I think the Rio Theater is actually screening at some point soon. And I can quickly look up that listing as it crosses my mind now, as it were. And yes, it feels like one Halloween. We should definitely do a profile. Or at least some point, we can always do the time warp again. We'll figure it out. Meatloaf was born Marvin Lee Adde, although he later renamed himself to Michael after a cruel Levi's ad. And he was known as his mean childhood nickname due to his complexion at birth and what his dad and his gym teachers told him about his weight during school. I guess he basically owned that. And uh, was deep into music and theater. But once he met his ultimate collaborator, the songwriter Jim Steinman, they did a lot of super operatic rock, Wagnerian pop as it were. And there were three Bat Out of Hell albums. He was also known for his acting, and then later on his right-wing views, supporter of a past president, and a whole bunch of anti-COVID precautions. Irony of all this is that that is maybe what he died of. So Meatloaf died on January 20th this year at the age of 74. No cause of death was cited, but it was reported that he had caught COVID and was dealing with complications. Hopefully, in happier ways, he's able to reunite with Jim Steinman, who passed away last year. From other causes. And behind me, this is the Dust Brothers from 1999's Fight Club. This is Abort Mission. And this is one of the other films that uh, Meatloaf was known for his acting as Robert Paulson. We have profiled Fight Club in the past. Normally I'd tell you just to look up Exploding Head Movies episode 105 from March 2012, but until the website's back, not much I can do there. Also recently leaving us, Tying a little bit to some of the music that we're going to hear as we hop around the time. It is Larry Harlow, American salsa music performer. Born Lawrence Ira Khan in Brooklyn. His dad was Buddy Harlow, otherwise known as El Judio Maravilloso, the Marvelous Jew. Larry had studied in music in Cuba before the revolution and picked up all manners of wonderful Latin music. His dad actually was a part of the Latin scene in New York. And through that, Larry Harlow was able to produce over 260 albums for the Fania label. Also played piano, wrote many a salsa song. And Harlow died last August at the age of 82 from heart failure after being hospitalized for a renal condition here. This song comes from an album featuring the vocalist Ismael Miranda. It comes from 1968. Here is Ismael Miranda along with the Orchestra Harlow with a wonderful fun number here called Horsin' Up. Giddy up!
There is a drinking water settlement for First Nations, and the claims process is now open. If you are a First Nations member impacted by a long-term drinking water advisory, you may be eligible for compensation. This is the first drop in recognizing those communities impacted. Submit your claim at firstnationsdrinkingwater.ca. All right now, ladies and gentlemen, how's everybody feeling out there right now? Are you all right? Well, all right. Right about now, we're gonna bring up our next act on this Daptone Super Soul Review. And y'all better get ready for some soulful gospel sounds, that's right. I know y'all came out to a theater tonight, but right now this theater is about to go to the church. Are y'all ready? Please welcome to the stage, Miss Naomi Shelton. And the Gospel Queens, featuring Mr. Cliff Drive. Oh, I want to thank you, Lord, for watching over me. So I get on bending knees, said I want to thank you, Lord. I know you died on Calvary, and you died there just for me. So I get on with my knees, said I want to thank you, Lord. Live at the Apollo Theater, at the legendary venue in Harlem, New York, going back to 2014, 
when the Daptone label had three nights presenting a lot of artists there. We heard Naomi Shelton and the Gospel Queens of Brooklyn, their version of Thank You, Lord. Shelton was a staple of the gospel scene. Started a career back in 1958, although not much was actually recorded up until the late 90s. She had a deal with the Desco label, D-E-S-C-O, not Disco, Desco, when the Gospel Queens were formed in 1999, but that muted label deal, well, the label went broke, but ended up signing the Daptone in the late 2000s. Day out, debut album only came out in 2009 called What Have You Done, My Brother, which is where you can find that song. Only put out one other album, but they are forced to be reckoned live. Great solid mix of soul and gospel there. Uh, Naomi Shelton died last February at the age of 78. No cause of death mentioned. Hopefully she's singing with choir's angels at this time. In the background, this is the Ukrainian act Subforms. And off of the 2015 release, Dnepr underscore Vancouver. Part of a 12-inch series from the Reclaim Your City label tied to trying to combine similarly-minded uh, cities and their artists together. So this is Subforms with Omut. Dnepr and Vancouver, both on the water. Just don't really have much news about what's happening with Dnepr itself, but there's plenty of news out of Ukraine as the Russian invasion is now entering its third month there. Over 12 million refugees fleeing or at least dispersed from their hometowns. As the Russians are moving back eastwards, as a whole bunch of sleepy towns are now getting uh, infiltrated. We're starting to hear some of the horrible stuff the soldiers are doing to those people stuck behind. And yes, one thing to keep an eye out apparently is that for the retreating side of things, booby traps are being set up and there's a whole bunch of mines in place there, so. And good news, at least from what I know, is I do have good co-workers based out of Europe who are starting to help with collecting supplies. They're doing uh, purchasing a whole bunch of food and other important things, medicine, other toiletries in Germany. And uh, they're using their cars to drive to one of the poorer nations in Europe, which is Moldova. At this point, most people are retreating to Poland, which does have money and supplies. But some people have no choice and they head to Moldova just because it's closest to them. And it's a case that Moldavians can't really accept money because they can't buy food for themselves either. So being able to handle all the Ukrainian population showing up there is tough. So in good news, along with driving supplies to these regions, they're able to pick up people and bring them to Germany. So we have a couple things tied to the idea of war and Ukraine. And uh, we're head to Oakland first here with William Ryan Fritch. Uh, composer, multi-instrumentalist, and producer. Member of the band Soul and the Skyrider Band, but he's done various scores to shorts and documentaries with dozens already in the past year. I can't even recap what's going on there. I'll just at least highlight there are two scores he did for documentaries associated with the author Ursula K. Le Guin and then Bill Nye, the science guy. Fritch's most recent release is 2021's Built Upon a Fearful Void, but... In 2019, put out a compilation tied to some of the music for film and from Deceptive Cadence, music for film volumes one and two. Here's William Ryan Fritch with Children 
in wartime. And we'll hear a folk song that we're familiar with, although it goes back to its original roots. Shlava Ukraini. Singout did such a good job of advertising they want more information on the original quote of Where Have All the Flowers Gone. Um, A.L. Lloyd sent in the original Russian song and hey. we went ahead and learned it. Would no you like cool. to hear it? Sure. <laughs>
They mention Russian. Some of its heritage actually is Cossack, which is part of the steppe region between Ukraine and Russia. Complicated history, but of course, the complicated history of the song ties into the complicated history of the region. Some places known as Tovchumak, but based on what we heard there, we heard Koloda Duda. That was Ethel Rhyme conducting the Penny Whistlers. Wonderful bit of folk choral work there. And yeah, singing an old folk song that became the inspiration for Pete Seeger's Where Have All the Flowers Gone? You can hear elements of that there, otherwise Seeger did take parts of an Irish melody to do with one of those staples of the 60s folk scene. You can hear the Penny Whistlers, and that appears on an old UHF broadcast from Linden, New Jersey on WNJU from 1966, found on the grand old Internet Archive. And behind me, more flowers in the shape of Little Sunflower. This is Dorothy Ashby from the 1968 album Afro Harping. And this is Ashby on the harp itself. Sunflowers are one of the main symbols tied to Ukraine. Also part of the resistance going on there. And we'll still keep digging up more Ukrainian music to share with you to keep in mind of what's going on. Part of the reason we do this is because there are certain countries where they're suppressing this news outright altogether. And I picked up news from Finland right now that uh, based on all the Ukrainian population appearing there, they're coming up with their own news broadcasts in Ukraine, partly to tell them what's happening back home, but also how to get acquainted with Finland as they settle in. My name is Gak. You're listening to Exploding Hemibies here on CITR 101.9 FM. And... Uh, We'll hop over to Canada for the next little bits of music here as I scan through and actually make sure that is the case. And yes, that is. So we're going to head to Montreal with Key Avil, wonderful musician, composer, and multi-instrumentalist. And uh, put out the album Crease this year through the Constellation label. Wonderful moody stuff. It kind of definitely has that post-rock vibe that you associate with Constellation with acts like Godspeed, you Black Pamper, but it's wonderful stuff. Here. Here's Kevel with Okra Ooze. It's true, I know.
No, they must have seen you. I know that you're not too I don't have any friends and you can too. Tune into Teachable Moments on 101.9 FM every Tuesday at 4 p.m. if you're a f***ing dork. I specifically said no geeks. But my mom says I'm cool. We started off with Key Avil with Okra Ooze off her debut album, this year's Crease. And Key Avil is the alias of Vicky Metier. Certain fonts, the T's and the L's look close together. And of course, this year, update that Yak needs reading glasses soon. Not yet, but soon. Anyways. Then. With some connection to Vancouver, though mostly based in San Diego, we heard Underpass 
of last year's deluxe industrial album. The first in quite some time, we heard Avenue of Love. Underpass was one of the guests on Exploding Head Movies with a live show and interview many a year ago. Again, until the website's back up and podcasts are available again. I can only tell you that episode 297 from February 2016 is where you can hear that. If you don't have it, just email radiofreegack at gmail.com about that or any other past episodes. I'll see if I have my local backup somewhere. I can always put them on Mixcloud, too. In the background from Toronto, this is Anthen, and from a, one of the multiple releases that came out last year called Held, this is Primrose. Since we have some time now before this show gets really chaotic, uh, let's talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. Though do note that a good many of these may be out already, since music does not have to be released on Fridays anymore. So you could probably find them in your local favorite record store where you get music locally or the one you find your music online and this list comes from the websites filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net as new releases go we got some marvel to pay attention to since danny alfman is back doing yet another superhero film from the sam raimi directed doctor strange in the multiverse of madness and that's coming out through hollywood records Emil Sornin's music from Babysitter will be released this week through an independent label. I haven't fully figured out the names of all these labels from the list, but in time. Season 1 of Bang Bang Baby, scored by Santi Pulverenti. That's coming out the Lakeshore Records. Duomus Nikinen provides the score to Broken Dreamland. That will be independently released. Downton Abbey, a new era, scored by John Lunn, who did the original series. That's coming out through Decca Records. Mac Quayle scores the miniseries Gaslit. That's coming out through Lakeshore Records. A Kidnap is scored by Marco Verba. That's coming out through Plasmayor. The TV series Made in Oslo is scored by Andrea Louise and Carrie Westerhelm. That's independently released. Fotek scores the most recent Liam Neeson film Memory. That's coming out through Music Film Recordings. More Marvel here in the form of Moon Knight. TV series with Oscar Isaac, scored by the Egyptian Hesham Nazi. That's coming out through Hollywood Records. Navalny is scored by Marius DeVries, Anna Drubik, and Matt Robertson. That's coming out through Water Tower, which is where you find a lot of Warner Brothers activity. Masimo Sami scores Plunder Quest. That's coming out through Movie Score Media. Tim Newhouse does the music to Rumspringer, aka When Amish Go Wild. That's coming out through Koenigskinder. Season 1 of the Apple TV series Slow Horses is scored by Daniel Pemberton. That's coming out through Polydor. And the TV series 10% is scored by Raoul Jones. That's coming out through Milan Records. As for re-releases, fairly quiet, but I'll quickly summarize the titles, not necessarily the musicians. There's limited editions available of the scores to A Dog God Adventure and Second Time Lucky coming out through Dragon's Domain. Latana, scored by Valentino Orcluolos, coming out. Seasons 3 and 4 of Ozark will be coming out through Verve. Season 2 of Star Trek Picard, as done by Jeff Russo, is coming out through Lakeshore. I am obviously selectively picking composers here, sorry. And then Season 3 of Succession, which we talked about a few weeks ago when we talked about Nicholas Bertel, is coming out through Republic Records. And those are merely some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. 
We'll head to some fascinating musical pedigree here since we're quite familiar with the music of Sarah Harmer, but she's let her studio instruments open to family to the point that her niece, Georgia, is starting to put out music. A couple singles have been debuted recently, and this is the first one. Most recent one is a song called Austin, but here's Georgia Harmer with the first one, and I think this is a prelude to an album. So Georgia Harmer here with Head Rush.
Radio. Oh, radio. CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. Yep, yep, yep. Radio, 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 radio. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, Happy, 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 happy. Boing, 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 boing. Hello, everybody. You are listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR. Catch Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7.
based here in Vancouver, but having heritage not just Canadian, but Irish and Australian. That was the Sweet Pomelos with a song when it first came to my attention a couple years ago. I've been wanting to share, hence why this show has a bit of a weird vibe of a whole bunch of old stuff. Kind of a palate cleanser of an episode. That was the Sweet Pomelos, and the song we heard was something I've been quoting for quite some time the second that this title came out. Discount Beef. Sweet Pomelo's most recent release came out this January. It's called Boons. Four-track number. They call their music Edgy Lounge, which sounds kind of apt. And quite fun. And behind me from Panama, this is Louis Russell. And this is an A-side to a 1929 tenant shellac called The Call of the Freaks. Russell was taught by his dad to play guitar, piano, and violin, and as a kid started playing as an accompanist to silent films in 1917. After some time in New Orleans, ended up in New York City, formed a jazz band but that by 1929 was one of the leading groups playing that hot jazz music in New York. When he left that band in 1935, guess who replaced him? Louis Armstrong, who we'll hear from later on in the show, so there will be some satchmo for your ears soon enough. If you aren't fully aware, the name of the show is Exploding Head Movies. My name is Gak. You are listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver on Telesoptic. Channel 7,023. I almost said 7,000. All the women there. Great work as usual. Telesoptic, channel 7023. We are streaming live at www.citr.ca, although if you go to the website right now, you will only get to see our iHeart live stream because the website, the web server, is still offline. Hopefully that can come back soon because that's where our podcasts live. So keep this music in mind as we eventually get into the world of Warner Brothers cartoons, Looney Tunes, Merry Melodies, and Carl Stalling. But... Um, there is some recent music to share with you. Not so super cartoony, but something hopefully that sets moods here. And we'll head to Quebec City here with Ghostly Kisses. It's the alias of Margot Sauvé. And amongst recent music, an EP came out last year called Alone Together. And this is an acoustic version of an existing song. Here's Ghostly Kisses with The City Holds My Heart. Thank you. 
First edition of Doxa Documentary Film Festival returns May 5th to 15th, 2022. Committed to cultivating curiosity and critical thought, Doxa will present both short and feature films from across Canada and the globe, representing some of the best in documentary cinema. The hybrid in-person online festival will include both live and pre-recorded conversations with filmmakers, as well as some industry-specific events. Visit doxafestival.ca for more details. As you search my name Does he ever think about All of the troubles and pain If he hasn't by now I'll never forget your name But it can never mean the same Don't Changing your 
horse Bringing back some light down slow Ashley Shadow from her sophomore album, 2021's Only the End. That was Don't Slow Me Down. There she's guested by Bonnie Prince Billy. Together they worked on a song off his 2008 album, Lie Down in the Lights. Wonderful stuff there. And yeah, returning the favor. Weber's also working with Nico Case guitarist Paul Rigby. Member from her former band, Black Mountain, handled some production there. Wonderful stuff. And a lot of us do actually remember Ashley Shadow as the bassist from 
Now a cult act. Vancouver's own The Organ. If you're curious, if you still have your original Oregon albums, apparently they're worth a pretty penny now. But you should definitely keep listening to them. Don't sell them. In the background, this is Kid Ori and going back. Ugh, the date here was all over the place. A little confused. This feels like it should be from the 20s and 30s, but one place wrote this down as 1944, another is 1954. We'll wrote the 54 one because that's the only one I think I authenticate. Off of Dixieland Jubilee. This is Kid Ori's Creole Jazz Band with the Tiger Rag. If there's anything that Kid Ori should be known for, he's on the trombone. Anytime you hear the this sound, well, he apparently invented the trombone glissando, as it were. My name's Gak. This is Exploding Head Movies here. And up next, more Vancouver music from Monashi. And uh, they've been putting out various singles over the past few months on Bandcamp. Wonderful sort of dark, goth wave, dark material here. And this one sticks out for many reasons. Hopefully it's not something tied to how you were trying to listen to the show right now in light of our website being down. But we fight the good fight because we want to make sure the air is not dead. Here's Monashi, silence on the radio.
From Philadelphia, that was the Taiwan Housing Project off their most recent album, 2019 Sub-Language Trustees. We heard in a cartoon, I Can Sing. And behind me, this is Sam Spence. Originally, he was part of the NFL Films properties. But some of us know this from SpongeBob SquarePants as the theme from Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. This is Sam Spence from Music for NFL Films Volume 2. This is Forearm Shiver. So yes, it's Exploding Head Movies, and it's time we get to the fireworks factory here as we get cartoony. We'll start off with an act that basically was a living cartoon from Calgary, Bruce Hack. Known for all manners of invented instruments and wild music. And here is working with the wonderful Miss Esther Nelson. From the 1966 Kids album featuring all manners of synths and other robotic sounds, dance, sing, and listen again and again. Here's Bruce Hack and Esther Nelson with a song. Not the one that you're thinking of when I say it, but it's called Popcorn. on the floor and get ready to hop because you are popcorn ready to pop. When you hear the drum sounding like so, pop up, popcorn, ready, set, go. I fooled you. you again. By the way, this is somebody's favorite show! Hi, Dan Shakespeare here. You know, for most of the stuff that I play, you probably think that I'm much older, but you know what? Most of you are probably way off, because I'm only 23 years old. Tune into the Shakespeare Show between noon and 1 p.m. on Wednesdays. It's songs from before the 1920s to alternative stuff today, plus jokes and riddles, all sorts of fun stuff. Just put any, put any of it on your iTunes if you need to. Pretty soon it'll be coming out on it'll be coming out on albums. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. You stay out of my cough cloud. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I'll stay out of your cough cloud. And if I hear you start to cough loud, I'll put you into lockdown. And by that, I mean I'll probably just punch you and run off down the block now. You mount the bank. Kids are gross. They touch their butts. And then they touch their faces. Then they come and touch us. Kids are gross. They touch their butts. And then they touch their faces. Then they come and touch us. Girl, let's face the facts directly. None of us have ever washed our hands correctly until now. And we're still screwing it up somehow, despite explicit instruction. Despite explicit instruction. Hey, I said six feet. Sorry, man. Strong bad. From the Homestar Runners soundtrack, volume three. And as I talk, there are still only three soundtracks tied to that. That came out in 2020 through cheap as free music, strong bad with a little bit of rhythm and health. The Chapman Brothers came up with Strong Bad along with Homestar Runner and a host of other characters as a flash cartoon on the web. It's hard to really articulate. You know, a lot of people, it's like, I don't know what this is. Other people are like, duh, are they still around? And yes, they're still making cartoons. It's not like the Furious clip that they were doing making a cartoon every week anymore. Part of it is based on the fact they actually got jobs elsewhere with Disney. Shows like Gravity Falls. Also worked on some of the Adult Swim shows for a time too, but they still do some wonderful stuff. And their most recent project was a board game tied to ever-popular dragon, which is approaching 20 years in age, Trogdor. And yes, aside from the butt stuff, a lot of COVID-19 precautions there to talk about. Because yes, surprise, surprise, COVID-19 is still around despite what's going on. Seems like mask use is waning. Hospitalizations at least are, well, they're not as crazy high as they used to be, but I still know people getting it day after day. Precautions are in place. I'm still wearing a mask. It still feels like my ears are being slowly sawed off. But again, that's the precautions we have to take because we're still trying to figure out what long-term effects exist for coronavirus. Hopefully it's not tied to any of this liver hepatitis stuff that's spreading around. But yeah, the strong bed indicates. Didn't really say mask much, but then again, strong bed is always wearing a mask. So bear that in mind. In the background, off of the 2022 release, Private Paradise. This is an artist known as Space Ghost, but it's not the cartoon we're familiar with. This track is Save Point. As I quickly look this up, because I poorly wrote this down. Private Paradise is uh, originally recorded at the Sea Ranch at the Northern California coast. Why do I not have the alias of this person? This is hard, but this comes out through the Vancouver label Pacific Rhythm. Kind of keeps up that tropical house vibe that we're all familiar with. <laughs> it's all pretty anonymous. All right. We'll let that ride. But Space Ghost, for some of us, know as a 60s cartoon hero, later a 90s talk show host. Which allows me to set up the song I've been dying to share from ages. 
from a tribute compilation tied to one of the heroes of this show, Dr. Demento. From 2018's Dr. Demento Covered in Punk, this is Andy Merrill voicing one of Space Ghost's incompetent <laughs> archvillains, Brack, doing a cover of Suicidal Tendencies' epic early 80s hardcore classic, Institutionalized. And yes, I'll come back later to explain why we're backloading all this stuff, but I'll just basically say, if you've ever eaten, as a kid, six bowls of cereal all at the same time, you need to avoid that sugar rush. Originally, the show was two hours of it, and it was nuts. So that's why we pushed the vegetables earlier. It's dessert time right now. Even though if all you want, really, is a Pepsi. Sometimes I try to do things and it doesn't work out the way I want it to. And I get real frustrated. And I'm like, I try hard to do it. And I'm like, try and take my time and it doesn't work out the way I want it to. It's like I concentrate on it real hard, but it doesn't work out. And everything I do and everything I try never turns out. It's like I need time to figure these things out. And I, there's always someone going, hey, Brack, you know, you, we've been noticing you've been having a lot of problems lately. You know, you should maybe get away and like maybe you should talk about it. You'll feel a whole lot better. And I go, no, it's okay. You know, I'll figure it out. Just leave me alone and I'll figure it out. You know, I'll just work it out myself. And they go, well, you know, if you want to talk about it, I'll be here, you know, and you'll probably feel a lot better if you talk about it. So why don't you talk about it? And I go, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm okay. I'll figure it out myself. And then they keep bugging me and they just keep bugging me and it builds up inside. You got me into the line. You bring out the blood out eyes. You don't have to say You bring out till you take it away. I'm not crazy. And then my mom came in, and I didn't know she was there. She called my name, and I didn't even hear it. And then she started screaming, Frick, Frick! And I go, what's the, what's the matter? And she goes, what's the matter with you? And I go, there's nothing wrong, Mom. And she goes, don't tell me that you're on drugs. And I go, no, Mom, I'm not on drugs. I'm OK. I was just thinking, you know, why don't you give me a Pepsi? And she goes, no, you're on drugs. And I go, Mom, I'm OK. I'm just thinking. And she goes, no. And she wouldn't give it to me. All I wanted was a Pepsi. Just one Pepsi. Ugh. All I wanted was a Pepsi. Just one Pepsi. She wouldn't give it to me. Just a Pepsi. They gave you one shirt with long sleeves tied around your back. The trees are thieves. Dogs are blessed. They're lazy. room and my mom and dad came in they pulled up a chair and they sat down and they go brock we need to talk to you and i go okay what's the matter and they go man your mom i've been noticing lately that you've been having a lot of problems you 
you've been going off for no reason. We're afraid you're gonna hurt somebody. We're afraid you're gonna hurt yourself. So we decided that it'd be in your best interest if we put you somewhere where you could go and get the help you need. And I go, wait! Rick and Morty, Justin Roiland, and Ryan Elder, otherwise known as Rick and Morty, from the C-131 realm, as it were, we heard Get Schwifty. Rick and Morty, created by Roiland and Dan Harmon, currently in Season 5. I am so behind on episodes right now, don't even get me started, no spoilers, but I know a lot of what's going on, I just feel like I have to immerse myself in it. That feels like a binge wash. Anyways, behind me is this Natalie Holt and from the recent Marvel series Loki. This is a theme tied to the animated character, Miss Minutes. We profiled Loki in the past from August last year in Exploding Head Movies episode 568. All right, we'll get cartoon adjacent before we get to Carl Stalling here. And uh, we'll head to the wonderful world of soul coughing with the keyboardist Mark Digley and Tony. After that deep slacker jazz band broke up and Tony went solo, scored many a TV and film. Werner Herzog's Into the Abyss, various PBS Nova shows, Crown Heights, documentaries tied to George Plimpton, Roger Stone, and Roman Polanski. He's also toured behind David Byrne in the past. But 1999 put out an album called Horse Tricks. And here he's joined by two other members of Soul Coughing. Sebastian Steinberg on bass and the stylish Yuval Gabay on drums. Here's Mark, Degli, and Tony with Mermaid. And yes, 
Prepare yourself. We're going to roll down the curtain. Put on the lights.
off the 1999 compilation Extracted Celluloid through the late label Illegal Art, associated with the act Girl Talk and the Brand Flakes, but also out through Sealand, which is associated with Negative. We heard Pedro Rebello with just cartoon music. Rebello is a composer, sound artist, and researcher now based at Queen's University in Belfast. But yeah, loves experimenting with music. And we heard a whole bunch of sampled Carl Stalling there. Before we get to that, though, I'll say in the background, this is Alan Silvestri. And from the soundtrack to the 1988 film Who Framed Roger Rabbit, this is the music from a maroon cartoon at the beginning. So yes, Warner Brothers cartoons, part of the golden age of animation from the 1930s to the 1950s, although it kept it up pretty much until 1969. Looney Tunes, as they were originally black and white, featuring Buddy and Porky Pig from 1930. And then 1931, Merry Melodies, were color cartoons tied to a song in the Warner Brothers music catalog. Although once Bugs Bunny came out as breakthrough character, things got mixed up, the black and white turned into color. And all these films were used as shorts to open up other Warner Brothers movies. But most of us know this as what we kind of grew up with as proper cartoons when it was time for Saturday morning. And most of the music from these films were done by Carl W. Stalling, whose pedigree was based in Kansas City, where he was an organ accompaniment to silent films. That's through that he met a young Walt Disney, who was working in Kansas City at the time, working at comedy shorts. And Stalling actually worked with Disney on some of the first films. So he didn't work on the first run from 1928, Steamboat Willie. But he worked on things like Playing Crazy, The Galloping Gaucho. And in The Carnival Kid, the voice of Mickey Mouse was Carl Stalling. So Stalling was one of the key ones to sort of advocate as silent films disappeared and music became tied to films about keying the animation and the editing to the music itself. To the point, he was one of the folks who refined the usage of the click track. And then he actually helped out work with the timing. Because a lot of times, to sync up the music with the film, the people playing the music were relying on metronome. But since animation works on the 24 frames a second model, he could time everything so we knew how many frames would actually fit to a beat. Worked with Disney for quite some time, up to the 30s. Then he hopped over Warner Brothers and ended up working with folks like Fritz Feeling, Chuck Jones, Tex Avery, all those folks. And I'm going to dig up two cues from two separate volumes of music that were released. We're going to go back to 1990 off of the Carl Stalling Project. Music from Warner Brothers Cartoons, 1936 to 1958. We're going to hear a vintage Mary Melody here. I wanted to dig up something with Powerhouse and Raymond Scott, but we've talked about that in the past, so we do something different here. Here's Carl Stalling and the Warner Brothers Studio Orchestra with The Good Egg.
We started off with Carl Stalling and the good egg going back to 1939. You can actually feel yourself at the hen house there. Not sure if Clear Corp Foghorn were there. I tell you what, though, probably was. Then, more modern material from the 1957 short Scrambled Aches. We heard Frazzled Coyote. I'm sure there would have been a little bit of a little Roadrunner involved there. And both feature the Warner Brothers Studio Orchestra. So, the interesting thing is for these cartoons, they relied on a 50-piece orchestra to help out. And most of the time, they were working on other films as part of the Warner Brothers Studio. And the quotes I basically say is that they were relatively undemanding film scores, just sort of like long, languid, romantic pieces and sweeping. And for five minutes, they basically had a workout going from tempo to tempo, different style. I so realized, no, I didn't actually pick a cue that sounds like a piano following, falling down and crashing, which would have been ideal. And just think, there was always a new Warner's Brother cartoon coming out effectively every week. So for 22 years, the composer Carl Stalling averaged a complete score a week. Thankfully, these were shorts. So realistically, from a minute perspective, it wasn't too taxing. But at the same time, he wrote 500 measures in 10 sections, had to deal with tempo changes, and he just made sure he coordinated with the animators with what was happening there. Very proficient stuff. And for a lot of folks, this is their introduction to so many different musical elements. The theme from Looney Tunes actually comes from a 1937 Tin Pan Alley song called The Merry-Go-Round Broke Down. And as mentioned, there's a lot of music for Raymond Scott for things like Powerhouse, the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Stuff that completely works on the bed track here, but yes. Carl Stalling retired in 1962. He had an understudy for quite some time, although he actually passed away pretty quickly. But as the Warner Brothers studio budget went, the orchestra size went down, and the cartoons we're familiar with stopped in 1969, but easily repackaged for TV. And Warner Brothers is still active in certain ways, although... Mostly it's a combination of live-action uh, animation things like both Space Jams, the 90s version with Michael Jordan, and the most recent one with LeBron James. Part of the reason that I picked Warner Brothers is I was talking with my brother as uh, some of the kids are looking at exploring their musical, expanding their repertoire, and they're talking about classical and opera. I'm like, Warner Brothers cartoons are a great way to get into that because a lot of us picked up on Puccini and others with the Rabbit of Seville or the Corny Concerto. But the other part of it is there's a lot of news of animation studios shutting down. So the folks that made Ice Age, for instance, as part of Disney acquiring Fox, that got shut down. I mean, Disney already has its animation studio. It has Pixar. And then we've been hearing some of the news coming out of Netflix right now as they're shutting down their own animation projects. So combination of appreciating what has happened before when we treated the art with the respect it deserves and kind of how it easily just becomes a commodity but there's still plenty of choices one thing i'll highlight coming to theater shortly is the bob's burgers movie and that definitely looks hand animated so yes it's not just cgi here and there anyways as i'm blathering on hey <laughs> That's about it for Exploding Head Movies for this week. Coming up very shortly, it's the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. 
And he will guide you to around midnight or so. Mingus month is over. I'm sure there's a new theme for May that I completely missed out on because I poorly coordinated everything. But again, I was typically reading the website, which is still down. Hey, Gavin will guide you what you need to listen to. So yes, I don't have to tell you about the website. Hopefully it comes back up at some point. But yeah, radiofreegack at gmail.com. You can email me, figure things out. Otherwise, I'll try to post things on on Facebook under Exploding Head Movies, maybe on Twitter at 100 Air. On Instagram, it's my man. We'll figure it out. So Next week, still sorting out a couple ideas. I've been moving some stuff around, but since Sigur Rós is coming to town, it felt time for some Icelandic music. And since it's been a few years since Johan Johansson passed away, there's been some posthumous releases as of late, so we'll dig into those. Otherwise, it is Asian Heritage Month, so I want to look at films like Hidden Fortress or then My Neighbor Totoro, so we might have more cartoon music for you. We shall see. In the background from Winnipeg, this is the pianist Will Bonnison off of his 2020 album Change of Plans. This is Guiding Light. Joining him on bass, it's Julian Bradford. On drums, it's Fabio Ragnelli. You can hear a bit of vocalist Jocelyn Gould there. If you do hear some alto sax pop up, that is John Gordon. Anyways, we got one last bit of cartoon music for your ears since we were talking about Louis Armstrong before. Let's do a cover of one of the most hidden Disney films ever from 1946, Song of the South. Since it ties into themes about slave plantations and Uncle Tom. A lot of it's suppressed. You figure Disney Plus would be an appropriate time to contextualize what the story was at the time, since Warner Brothers had to do the same with their World War II patriotic films portraying Japanese in poor light. But anyways... From Disney songs, the Satchmo Away from 1968, this will be Louis Armstrong with perhaps Disney's most catchy number, of course now from a hidden film. This is Zippity-Doo-Dah. That's all, folks, for Exploding Head Movies on CITR. This week, we'll see you in seven days. Sunshine in my way. Zippity doo da, zippity a, Mr. Bluebird on my shoulder. It's the truth, it's actual. Everything is satisfactory. Zippity doo da, zippity a. Wonderful feeling, wonderful day. Bluebird, 
shoulder. It's the truth. It's actual. Just listen to old Satchmo there. I zip it in do da zip da Wonderful feeling, wonderful day, yeah. Rap-a-da-da-ba-do-zay-dee. Yeah, that's a good way. Old Pops has got the right idea. Louis Armstrong. <laughs> 